0: Welcome to the Kinja's Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Kinja's Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. Lately I've been really uh, exploring the concept of curiosity, mainly because I don't feel by nature... I would characterize myself as a curious person and at this juncture in my life I've been just exploring the things that naturally pique my interest to the things that inspire me and also to the things that challenge me and I think that concept of curiosity is also allowing me to venture into areas and maybe knock on doors that I wouldn't necessarily um, do before in my life and in this particular episode I was able to talk to somebody who actually views this as her superpower my guest today is yaya vankova Um, if you guys don't know who she is she is a dancer choreographer and artist she was a part of the winning crew of abdc season six i am me she was a top two finalist in so you think you can dance season 12 and she is a world-renowned freestyler battler She throws her own uh, battle competition called Highlight Your Style and she's danced with artists such as Selena Gomez, Ludacris, Kevin Hart, she was the robot girl in Step Up All In and she's the founder and director of RUR Alliance and on top of all of her dance accolades and her achievements, I think it's her story and her journey of how she's made it out from the Czech Republic essentially taking a huge risk to uh, move out to the states she gets into the details of all the the traveling uh, hurdles and all those things that she's had to jump through but it's her curiosity her superpower of wanting to see how deep she can go with her love for dance that love for dance uh, has also led her to find different paths where she's Um, strengthened her mentality and her personal philosophy of life, which also leads into things like health and her diet and all these things that we go into in this episode. This one is super packed with a lot of information. But the thing that really got me um, that I personally connected with uh, is that concept of curiosity. And I think for anybody out there who may consider this their superpower as well, or may not have any idea what that concept and how that can be um, something that can be used as a tool this episode i think is going to have a lot to offer always very fun lightning round super fun but i think this one is definitely worth taking out the notepad jotting down some notes obviously if you're not driving in your car give it a second listen share it with people this one's super super packed i think you guys gonna enjoy it so let's hop right in welcome back to another episode of the king's podcast movement in the shadows i'm your host ben we got jeremy live back there on the audio and across from me, folks, we have the incredible one and only Yaya Vancouver hey. is finally here. We've yes. been trying to get you in here for a while. <laughs> you are a very busy person traveling the world, doing all kinds of really, really cool things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, so you. Thank, thank you. So thank you for making it here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, we are in 2020.
1: Yes. It's a new
0: year. It's a new decade. Let's well, go. people argue, I don't know, people say it's not a new decade yet.
1: <clears throat> I think it's a new decade, yeah. It's a new decade. Yeah, yeah. We
0: started a new zero. Yep. So to me, that's yeah. a new decade. Yeah. All right, whatever. Uh, for whoever may not know who Yaya is, uh, Yaya is a dancer, choreographer, artist, winner of ABDC Season 6 with I Am Me Crew. Yeah. Top two finalists of So You Think You Can Dance Season yeah. 12. <laughs> World-renowned freestyler, and winner of so many dance urban dance competitions, battles, um, and founder of, and director of RUR Alliance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Did I'm I so you excited. Make you uncomfortable with that <laughs> intro. it you know, I was like,
1: yeah, you did some research on me a little bit, you I know. know? That, like, um, okay. I'm like, I have to.
0: It's <laughs> my job. Yeah, 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 I gotta like <laughs> know who I'm talking to and what they're doing in life. <laughs> I'm,
1: right? I'm like afraid of what you researched Uh-oh. on me,
0: you know. Aware <laughs> of the internet. No, no, no. I found only amazing, cool things. Um, but yeah, so as I was telling you before we started rolling, movement in the shadows is mm-hmm. the. Is your story um, expanded? Mm-hmm. Not not the Instagram version, not the even the Wikipedia version. It's yeah, your yeah, version. Yeah. It's it's the version that only you know. Um, and uh, we'd love to get to know your origins, to how you have gotten to where you're at, and then where you're going from here. So um, let's start with the beginning. Mm-hmm. So the origin stories of where you're from, where you grew up. Um, yeah let's get into that stuff
1: okay so I'm originally from the Czech Republic uh, I grew up there and uh, I actually didn't move to America until I was 18 or I moved to America when I was 18 years mm-hmm. old and um, uh, I was growing up in a very very small town called Ceská Kamenice it's like two hours by car with from the capital city of Prague and uh, there is no dance whatsoever like we don't we don't have any like classical training we don't have any hip-hop training in the small city where i was growing up like people don't know what hip-hop is Mm -hmm. at all so Mm -hmm. um sometimes i'm even questioning it how did i even come by to to this to this dance you know um um, my uh, my dad is a lumberjack. My mom is a seamstress. So I always had like a close connection with the physical activities. Um, and I did a lot of different physical activities like sports. I played tennis uh, when I was a uh, little before dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the way I came to dance was... Um, my sister is not a dancer, but she was my first dance teacher because she was doing a little uh, dance performances for her school at like school recitals and stuff like that. And I loved going to her practices and mm-hmm. watching her dance. Mm-hmm and then she would teach me her routines i still remember my first dance routine that i ever learned from her
0: <laughs> what kind of dance was that the recital stuff
1: so i would say it was something like nowadays zumba like zumba. it's okay. like just like yeah. a random movement put okay. together yeah. on the music yeah. you know so it it was a, it was no kind of style or dance like no kind of technique it was just like random movements put together yeah um, so yeah, I, I used to watch her dance. She used to uh, teach me her routines like in our backyard and in our living room. So when I first came uh, to touch with dance was when I was like six, seven years old. And mm-hmm. I would be just practicing these routines by myself uh, in the living room and then uh, calling my parents and sitting them down on the couch and performing for them. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and um
0: and what what would you perform the moves that your sister would teach you? Yes, okay. so
1: I would perform the same moves to different yeah. music every time. Okay, you know so <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's
0: no musicality at this yeah, point. No like, yeah. Just put just on music. I got, music got music moves it. already. Yeah, I'll I got it moves. Out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then um, uh, my uh, my friend in school she used to visit this, this really small dance crew that had only like 15 people. Uh, the dance crew was called Titians and um, that was when I was like 10 years old and she used to teach me their routines in the breaks in between our classes in school. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was like, OK, let me join this crew. I really want to start dancing as well. So so that's when I started to officially like visit a dance crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so funny because like a little backstory when I when I joined the dance crew I already knew all their routines. So right when I joined <laughs> the teacher was like, Who is this? Because yeah. I knew all their routines. Yeah. And same thing, they just did the same routines to different music. Right, right. That's
0: what it was like. You were like, just put me in the front center, <laughs> just put I got in it. Front
1: center, I got it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so that's how I how uh-huh. I joined dance. Amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so um you're still a, you're still young. You're six, seven years old at this point?
1: Yeah. So when I officially joined the dance crew, uh, I was 10 years old. Okay. And I was <clears throat> uh, in this dance crew for about uh, four years. Okay. And then I uh, moved to the capital city, Prague, to go there for high school. But really, I was going there for dance.
0: Really? So uh, there was dance in Prague? Yes. There. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So
1: <clears throat> I did like a little research already um and we had some other teachers coming to teach workshops in Tizians, And, um, uh, when I was 13 years old, that was the first time I saw this battle. It was called dancer of the year and it was real legit hip hop, uh, battle. Dope. Um, and, um, I went there with, uh, our teachers. I went there to Prague to watch this battle. It was in a theater and I was like, okay this is what I want to do. And it mm-hmm. was like a freestyle. I remember the dancers were killing it and it was like the most amazing thing I saw ever mm-hmm. saw. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So that's when I started to research more people in the Czech Republic uh, that are teaching this style. And that's when I decided I wanna move to the capital city of Prague. I found a high school there. So I went there for high school when I was 14 and uh, I started to visit a dance crew that is, was called Out of Bounds mm-hmm. at a time. And uh, so with Out of Bonds, I did choreography in Prague and we did different kind of national uh, competitions, championships around Europe as well. And uh, uh, later I also got to lead my own section where I was setting choreography on uh, uh, like 30 people that I was doing the national championship with him as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was visiting this dance crew From when I was 14 until I was
0: 18. Mm. Yeah. Can I pause you and remind Mm -hmm. a little bit? Yeah. You said you started setting choreography Mm -hmm. on these people. Mm -hmm. At what point did you transition from regurgitating the moves that you learned from, you know, people who already were doing routines, just putting it to any music? Mm -hmm. Mm Because essentially that's you're just imitating, right? You learned it, you imitate it. But then, when you set choreography, mm-hmm. that means you're making your own moves, mm-hmm, right? And yeah. you're you're essentially using your own creativity yeah. and putting it. Well, how did you transition yeah, yeah. from that to yeah. that?
1: So I think already when I was visiting Tizian's, uh, and as I did more research, I started to understand that it is not okay to put the same moves on different music, and I started to understand that each music or each song would have should have their the original choreography from the choreographer, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. And I started to kind of understand the terms like dancer, choreographer, uh, doing a choreography or like, you know, like even such a basic as as what choreography is like, Mm -hmm. um, or like how it should be taught or like, Even just the fact that it is not okay to take somebody else's choreography and and perform it. Mm. It was not known to us. So Mm. sometimes... Who
0: taught you that? Someone must have told you like, hey, you shouldn't do that.
1: (sighs) Um, I think... I don't... I cannot exactly recall Mm. who who showed me that or who taught me that. Um, It was just in the process of just like... I was always... I always wanted to go deeper, I feel like, than the other girls in the dance crew. Because Mm. for them, it was just a hobby. And they were just following whatever they were told. And I I wanted to go deeper into Mm -hmm. that, you know. So, kind of somewhere in the process where I started to understand that. And I started to... Make up my own choreographies as well, and actually one of the one of the dreams I had back in the day was to perform at a school recital as my sister did.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So a <laughs> couple of years later, I uh, I actually set my own choreography with my friend, and that's we amazing. actually performed at the school <laughs> recital as well. So yeah, that's dreams awesome. do come true. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's actually I started to do my own choreography. I started to teach in Tizian's already. Mm-hmm. I started to lead the as well, and then when I transitioned to Out of Bounds, I kind of already did my own choreography as well, as well as um, educating myself into freestyle too and yeah, in different yeah. styles.
0: Yeah, I love how you said that um, the the concept of going deeper. That yeah. you said you went deeper than most other people. Yeah, um, you know, I think that that uh, that journey to go deep really yeah. comes from loving something so much. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and so. Yeah you know, like it's, it's cool because, you know, I asked the question of like, what made you do it? And most of the time people be like, I don't know. Like I just, Uh I just did it. Like Uh I love, you know, because uh I guess I loved it. And I think that's like the um, mysterious yet the necessary ingredient Mm -hmm. that you need to have of like the love of something, which will make you go deeper without you even trying because Mm -hmm. you're like, I just Mm -hmm. love doing it. I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to love it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so as you're like studying, you know, the culture of hip hop mm-hmm. to, and I'm, I'm sure at this point you're being inspired by your environment, mm-hmm. the people that you interact with. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, I, at that time was, were you kind of, is was YouTube kind of a big tool for you at no, the time? No, YouTube or?
1: didn't exist yet at okay. the time yet. I okay. remember we had a couple of websites where we were watching dance. Sure. Um, but, maybe youtube was just starting yeah. at a time but it wasn't totally. big. yeah
0: yeah i mean even like i mean i don't know how old you are so i am gonna very much date myself because when i was growing up there was no internet yeah. so like yeah, yeah, you're yeah, literally yeah. exchanging yeah. vhs tapes or yeah. dvds and then yeah, yeah. you let your friend borrow it and he copies it yeah. and then he lets his friend borrow yeah. it well you know whatever yeah and then you you share information that way um so for the you pers- you achieving your dream of <laughs> choreographing <laughs> for the recital, <laughs> which is an amazing feat. Um, what did that do for you after you achieved that?
1: Uh, <clears throat> so I think after I achieved that, it, uh, it really made me want to create more of my own performances mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, um, really just lead um, lead my own uh, crew and uh, and. I, I already starting to have this like creative ideas for like choreographies performances that I wanted to set it on, on other people, you know, and, uh, uh that's why I think even when I was, I was super young at a time and this is in no way saying that like it's, it is okay to teach. I don't think it's okay to teach a dance when you are 13, 14 years old. But mm-hmm. yes, I, I started to teach when I was 12, 13, 14 years old. And, um, I think at a time it, it did give me more of a creative space, even though I was this young, because yes, I was growing up in a town where nobody knows what hip or street dance is, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I was kind of the only one who was going deeper into those topics. So um, I think it also pushed me in the creative way, in the leadership way, mm-hmm. in how to teach, you know, even in such a young age, you know, mm. so I, I am grateful for that time that um, I was growing up in this kind of settings you know yeah. ins- instead of in like a big city where the dance already is is because it it gave me more of a uh, it kind of built more of a curiosity where mm. I had to
0: research more. I had to work a little bit harder. Yeah. yeah. Did your parents support you um, pursuing dance in the way that you were? I mean, was it, because it wasn't professional. I mean, you're still yeah. young. You're in yeah, high yeah. school at this yeah. point, right?
1: Yeah, so my, my mom always supported me and everything. Okay. My, my mom is an amazing person. Yeah. She's yeah. just, she's just so supportive and she, she was always like, yeah, if you want to do it, like do it, you know? Uh, my dad kind of saw dancing as like, jumping around you know <laughs> yeah. um i actually at, at at first i didn't tell him that i quit tennis and i went to dancing and when he found out six months later like it was a big
0: deal uh, so he really wanted you to go into tennis <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. yeah uh
1: so yeah my my dad he never supported it but um i feel like uh, i always it was in a mindset that i want to prove him wrong so mm-hmm. and i i always kind of did prove him wrong so <laughs> mm-hmm. and and he's still like even even like until later when like the the bigger successes came as like when i was moving to america when we won the show or when i was like doing movies stuff like that like yeah. he still had something to say to it you know but yeah. i i just kind of see it as a fun thing as a joke uh, you <laughs> know so yeah.
0: yeah yeah um did you finish high school
1: no i did not actually okay. yeah so I uh, uh, met Philip Schbieb, um the summer before my last year of high school. And uh, so before my graduation, I uh, uh, quit and I moved to America. And I finished my GED out here
0: in Los mm. Angeles. How did yeah. you meet Philip?
1: So the first time I met him at a camp called street dance camp in the Czech Republic Mm -hmm. and that's where I took his class and um, he also saw me battle out there in hip-hop and popping so he saw me freestyling but we didn't really communicate at the time yet it was just like we saw each other and then one month later he also came to teach to the Czech Republic again to hip-hop meeting uh, where he saw me doing a choreography showcase Mm -hmm. Uh, so he was like oh this girl can Uh, freestyle and she also teaches and do choreography and i he i really enjoyed my style and uh when i asked him uh because i told him i'm coming to train to los Angeles again one month later for five weeks uh are you teaching any classes there and he was like no i'm not teaching any classes but maybe we will get to do something together Mm -hmm. i was like okay cool and the conversation kind of finished So I went to Los Angeles for five weeks. Uh, I didn't have any contact with Philip, but my teacher, one of my teachers from the Czech Republic, he came and he met up with Philip. And when he came back, he was like, hey, Philip wants to talk to you. He wants to do a project with you. I was like, cool, but I didn't have a phone. Hmm. Um, (laughs) And that was, I was 17 at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was in LA for five weeks. I didn't have a phone. All I had was laptop. And uh, my teacher was like, I gave him a phone number to the hotel so he's gonna call you to the hotel <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i was like dang and this is like a huge thing for me because yeah. like an american known choreographer sure. wants to do a project mm-hmm. with me so i uh was in la training with my other friend so we decided that we are gonna take turns Sitting by the phone, so
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> no cell phone it's just like hey, I gotta yeah, sit by this yeah, landline yeah. all day until mm-hmm. I get this call.
1: <laughs> so uh, my friend she took classes in the morning, and I was sitting by the phone. Yeah, and then I was taking classes in the afternoon, and she was sitting by the phone. And like that, it went for a whole week, and <laughs> he still hasn't called. Okay, Yeah, Philip, like. <laughs> dang,
0: <Philip. laughs> Yeah, Philip, Philip, struggle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and uh. Which, this story is crazy because the the world right now is so inconvenient. It would be like mm-hmm. just one click right now sure. to communicate yeah, to somebody, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, so it, the whole week went by, and uh, it was three days before I was leaving LA, and I was like, okay, it's probably over right now. You know, we are leaving. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was crazy because he called, and um, at the time, I didn't speak English, so my friend was kind of helping to mm-hmm. translate. And uh, he wanted to do a project with me with which, which was a just a youtube video a collaboration so we met up we made a choreography in two days and the last day we shot it we shot it the whole night until until six in the morning Wow! <clears throat> because in the morning i had to check out of the hotel and go to the airport right so we finished the project at 6 a.m he uh, we said bye and uh, that was it we had no other conversation um what was that video uh, it was the, it was called the death car. It was just a YouTube video okay. and it's our first collaboration. It's still on YouTube. still up. Yeah, it's still up, yeah. All, right. Up, yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, and uh, so I went back to the hotel. I just packed, didn't sleep. We checked out and we still had the all day before our flight. So we uh, took our luggages and we randomly, we went to the, uh beverly uh mall just to kill time Mm -hmm. but it was like a it was like a 40 minute drive right like far away and um so we went to the mall we were just killing time and we are walking around the mall with my friend and out of nowhere i see moon and philip there at the mall and i was like (laughs) what the (laughs) heck yeah so random Uh right uh because also it's so far and uh I come out to Philip and he said, oh, by the way, I forgot to ask you, do you want to join IME for America's Best Dance
0: Crews?" <laughs> whoa, that's a huge blow up moment. And out I was of nowhere. like,
1: whoa. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh,
0: I forgot to ask I you. Why? Like, yeah. would you
1: be down to just join this? <laughs> by the way, you know, which later he yeah. even tells me like, yo, if I didn't, if I didn't meet you at the mall, I would never ask you because we wow. had no contact, Look at you that. know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, so right away, I was like, yes, like I'm, I'm making it <laughs> yeah, happen, you know, uh-huh. right away. So yeah, I remember I just went back to Czech Republic uh, for like three months. I quit school. I tried to get a visa. I did not get a visa. So uh-huh. I came back to America without a visa, Yeah, uh, trying to get it there. Yeah. And um, that's, that's, that was the story. That's yeah.
0: wild. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. yeah. <laughs> uh, so much I want to address there, but before we yeah. get to that, i want to talk about um as you were saying being in the czech republic being in prague and not having a lot of access to uh dance and then you found your pockets and you Mm -hmm. sought it out because you dug deeper because Mm -hmm. you loved it um and then you know we fast forwarded to like meeting philip at you Mm -hmm. know at, at these camps and him seeing you already um already kind of in a you know obviously we're always growing and we're always students but already in a place where she's battling, she's freestyling, mm-hmm. she's, choreography mm-hmm. showcases mm-hmm. Uh, the training that, because, I mean, I'm sure you train by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whether it be self-taught, but it's hard to just learn things without anybody teaching mm-hmm. you with, or mm-hmm. without any sort of exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how did you train to even get to that place where now you're entering battles and mm-hmm. you're killing it for, mm-hmm. you know, this American known choreographer to catch you and be like, I need to link with this girl mm-hmm, somehow. Mm. So what was that training process mm-hmm. like? How did you train? Mm-hmm. Were you influenced by mm-hmm. any individuals or mm-hmm. anything like that? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I definitely not self-taught. I had so many teachers mm-hmm. and even though they might not have been teaching me like 101, like still just like, watching them and getting inspired by right. them like it was teaching me a lot you know so uh, when i was in out of bounds in the czech republic that was kind of my choreography training where we did the the choreography performances showcases the national championships competitions and where i also got to lead my own crew uh there was no freestylers in this crew so uh the f- the freestyle part of training was kind of up to me and researching uh you know finding my own resources or what to learn that mm-hmm. um so i had couple i had couple friends sometimes that i was training with but uh also what helped a lot was that uh, in Czech Republic, we bring a lot of teachers from around the whole world, from mm-hmm. America. So anytime there was some kind of workshops, I would always go. I remember my first popping workshops was with Mr. Wiggles when I was thirteen. Okay. I had no idea who he was, yeah. but he was teaching popping, and I was like, okay, let's go. Like, and from there, like I found more people. Uh, like, uh, 2015. Uh, at street dance camp i saw kite for the first time mm-hmm. from japan mm-hmm. he's an amazing popper and he inspired me so much i was like okay this is really what i want to do so that's when i started to watch him a lot a lot of his videos and you know try just try to imitate his moves and try to like uh see what he's doing try to learn mm-hmm. it um and uh yes yeah, st- definitely street dance camp back in the day was a huge 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 camp that was inspiring the whole world and the best teachers from the whole world was there. So Mm -hmm. I was always there learning in the workshops. Uh, My first battles I started to enter was when I was 13. And the way it works in the Czech Republic is that uh, we don't really have all style battles. all Style battle means that if they're playing house music, you have to dance house. If yeah. they're playing mm-hmm. fuck music, you have to uh, dance locking. You know, if they're playing hip hop music, you dance to ha- you have to dance hip hop. So mm-hmm. you had to study all these different styles gotcha, to be yeah. able to win these right. battles. Um, so that's why I was focusing on really getting into every style. So in Czech, I was focusing on hip hop house dance locking and popping Mm -hmm. uh those are the main four styles that uh the 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 battles included Mm -hmm. um so every time again every time there was some kind of workshops i always took it and then was practicing by myself at home i was practicing by myself at home a lot Mm. a lot i turned my whole living room into like a little dance studio and i was practicing there every day like sometimes this is again like i don't recommend this but i wouldn't I would skip school just so i can practice Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at home you know so it would be like six to eight hours every day you know um so yeah that's that's when i really got into the battles and the styles and i really had like a big desire also like to to win these battles you know um i also came to los angeles to train for the first time when i was 16 uh and i trained here for four weeks and then again when i was 17 i trained mm-hmm. here for five weeks where i got deeper into the style so my main teachers for popping was definitely j-rock mm-hmm. even though i have a completely different style than him but he gave me so much mm-hmm. um and he kind of took me under the wing uh, when i was 15 16 when i first visit to la mm-hmm. my main teachers for locking was i would say sugar pop and p-lock from mm-hmm. france mm-hmm. um Hebab, definitely henry link uh he i met him first time when i was 13 and he actually came to teach a workshop in my small town where i was growing up um so that was pretty awesome uh that's when i first time met him and he's been kind of coaching me since then mm-hmm. uh and then uh, uh for house dance it was uh it was a couple people um uh, mainly caliph caliph still that i was watching that i was learning from so yeah it was just a lot of research on my own for yeah. freestyle
0: that's great i mean you name the the teachers which is like you know of course you're gonna learn you're gonna learn um a portion of something within that time slot mm-hmm. of taking a class mm-hmm. whether yeah. is an hour 90 minutes yeah and even if you take that person's class 10 times that's only like Ten hours or plus, yes, right? Yes. But as you mentioned, that you converted your whole living room, you spent yeah, yeah. hours upon yeah, hours skipping yeah. school, yeah. which is not recommended. Kids. <laughs> but the 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 dedication—it's the hours and the hours—that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the that's the mm-hmm. thing that is what got you mm-hmm. to where you're at. It's mm-hmm. not that I took this person's class and I took this person's mm-hmm. class. You yeah. can take that person's class as many times as you want, but if unless you go into your cave and you go into your mm-hmm, mm-hmm. laboratory and mm-hmm. to put in the, the hours and hours, mm-hmm. you'll never, um, I mean, you can get better by taking class, but the, the refinement of the things that the true understanding of, um, what you've learned and how it translates into your body, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's only learned through those hours and hours. Mm-hmm. So yes,
1: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I I mean, just I don't want that to be overlooked here yes. because you can drop the names, which yeah. is like, yeah, those are amazing teachers, yeah, amazing yeah, yeah, movers, yeah. and the, yeah. like pioneers of so many yeah. of these styles. But it's the it's the time that you put in for yourself yes, that got you to exactly. be able to step out yeah. into those circles and those stages to to represent. Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I always say that like with training. Taking class, it's it's 25% of the training. Mm-hmm. Then another 25% of the training is to really train by yourself at, uh, at home. And then another 25% of the training is visualization. Mm-hmm. Uh, visualization is a really huge part of my training. Uh, when I cannot do like physical movement, either if I drive or if I'm injured, if I'm sick, or if I'm on the airplane, and even if when I was later, like when I would be sitting in school, I would be uh, having visualization of my dance training all day. Wow. The wow. time and it goes as far as like visualizing like uh, exactly the movement I'm doing to mm-hmm. the exact song with exact clothes on with wow. certain people yeah, around me yeah, yeah. in exact location with exact judges if I'm in a battle you know and what am I exactly doing you know so um, I would say uh, visualization is a huge huge part of my training uh, And it's very important. It's kind of like a meditation, uh, but you are meditating on a certain thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And then another 25% of our training would be networking and talking to people and uh, connecting with people and hearing their stories, hearing their training and getting ideas just from, you know, conversation. Mm. So Wow that's kind of my mentality on,
0: on training, you sure, know, and
1: sure. a lot of dancers think that hundred percent of the training is just taking class, you know?
0: Right, right. Yeah. 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 I love how you broke it down that way. I've never actually heard anyone break it down mm. the way, but it makes so much sense. And I think the, the two first, the 50% of what you talked about, is mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, we, we understand the physical side mm-hmm. of those things, mm-hmm. but the visualization and the networking, I mm-hmm. think that's really interesting because, mm-hmm. You know, in some ways, you know, when people, people who meditate, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, um, a lot of people who meditate, i mean, sure there's different techniques of meditation, but like even me personally, the way that I meditate is visualizing a goal, Mm -hmm. you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and visualizing, um, a specific scene of my Mm -hmm. life and how I felt at that Mm -hmm. scene or what I, what I like, what I was looking at, what I was wearing, what I, it was smelling, Mm -hmm. what I was seeing all of it. Mm -hmm. And then and that in turn makes me remember to the Mm -hmm. point where I almost feel like I'm there, Mm -hmm. you know, and then Mm -hmm. like visualizing a goal, you know, people say to Mm -hmm. like write down your goals and look at it every Mm -hmm. day. And then you, when you do that, you're visualizing Mm -hmm. it because you're, and when you visualize it your mind constantly is thinking about it mm-hmm. and, you know and there's this saying where where your focus goes energy flows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so when you're thinking yeah. about something so much you're so consumed by it that you're just going to it's it's pulling you it's, yeah. you're gravitated towards that sure. so i love that and then the the networking side of yeah. it um essentially you're talking about building a community a yes. community of people who uh-huh are that think the way you do Mm -hmm. that are motivated in Mm -hmm. a similar way Mm -hmm. or maybe in a different way that you can you can pull from you know when when you meet somebody that is like wow i don't think like you do but i find that to be very interesting like let's exchange you know and then that will eventually you know expand your own personal understanding of things and your own horizon Mm -hmm. so very interesting very very interesting that's awesome yeah um yeah, I, I, we can go forever about this, but I want to <laughs> jump to the, um, you know, as you talked about that move to LA, you're you you did ABDC mm-hmm. um, with I Am Me, was. Were you still living in Prague at the time while you were on ABDC, or were you already ha- moved here at that time?
1: Uh, so I moved uh, to Houston on Christmas 2010. Okay. Uh, which, by the way, I didn't know American people uh, celebrate Christmas the 25th because we celebrated the 24th. So <laughs> oh, got it. I was like, okay, it's the 25th after Christmas. It's yeah. cool. So I come to Philip's house. It's full of people. <laughs> it's like 50 people, and I don't speak yeah. English, and everybody's as- asking me questions. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what is yeah, happening? Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Uh, so yeah different cultures like the culture shock hit me right away in my face you know Uh so yeah i moved to houston 2010 and um i did have a return ticket back and i just never returned yeah
0: Uh (laughs) so uh, i was must have been scary yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i was living in houston for three months Uh and then we went on abdc and after abdc we moved to la right
0: away yeah yeah wow that's crazy. Well, congratulations on the winning part of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't you. want to minimize how amazing that is. You guys yeah. absolutely crushed it that yeah, season. Yeah. Um, but, okay, the, the kind of being on the run in some ways. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you yeah. return. I just never yeah. returned.
1: Yeah, I just never returned. My dad was like, oh, you're going to come back after three months. And yeah. I was
0: like, watch (laughs) and you've been in la ever since yes
1: ever since i mean i went to visit of course you know but i never moved back yeah and uh it was kind of like i i remember i just right away i i packed like four luggages of clothes i Uh i packed everything and i was like i you know i quit school and i was like i i had had no plan b there was just plan a i'm moving to america that's it i'm wow you know it's going to happen yeah
0: it's incredible so um i would imagine after making that move to la it's like i'm going everything dance down like both feet hands head everything we're going in yeah Yeah. for sure because
1: also when uh, when i was on america's best dance crew or before i even got on it um i was in america on tourist visa and uh the show at first they said that they are not gonna get me a visa so Uh, I was supposed to be, I was supposed to have a replacement and I was supposed to go back to check.
0: Wow. Um,
1: And um, so then I think one week before the show, Philip said that uh, Philip told the producers like, okay, we are not entering the show unless Aya is on it. So you need to get her a visa. Amazing. Let's go Philip. The next day they got me a visa. They got me an artist visa for the length of the show. And, um, thankfully because we won the show i was able to get a o1 work visa but i didn't get it until six months after the show which in those six months i could not work Mm -hmm. um and even when i got the o1 visa the only work i can do is dance like with o1 visa i cannot go to starbucks and work at starbucks right Uh so the only money i can make is dance money Uh so my mind is was set on dance 100% like i need to make it in dance like i need uh-huh. to make money with dance uh-huh. i have no other choices yet. yeah so i had a i had three work visas during those four years and then uh on my on my fifth year i got a i got a green card
0: finally mm. yay amazing yeah. <laughs> congratulations <laughs> thank you um so you've been here now in la for what eight,
1: you,
0: almost nine years eight almost nine years
1: yeah, eight years. Yeah. And then I'm on an eighth um, year now.
0: You've yeah. been going ham. I mean, mm-hmm. you've done so many <laughs> projects from working with artists to movies, videos, and everything. And, yeah, and yeah. you've started up your own. Um, Teams yes. and you know, uh, the battles, mm-hmm. and you know, your online courses. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did my spying. I, <laughs> you're <Yeah, yeah. laughs> doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's start with I mean, I'm looking at this jacket RUR Alliance, a- um, Beast Camp, yes, like. Beast Camp. Let's talk about that. What is that? Uh,
1: so, uh, so Beast Camp is a, uh, a crump crew or crump fam uh, that is led by Beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my my part in Beast Camp is just you know represent the female crump and um, also I'm helping to organize the Beast Camp Championship that we have every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like a, a crew or a fam that I do want to represent because I really like their mindset and, and I stand for what they stand for in the Chrome world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really a group of people that I, I click with mm-hmm. and, um, it, yeah, they're just amazing, amazing people. You know, I want to be around, I want to be surrounded by, and, um, I started, um, I started R U R. So little, little backstory to it is that R U uh, R, is actually a book uh, originally and uh, it's a science fiction book uh, the whole name of it is Rosum's universal robots and it was written in 1920s by uh karel chapek uh and he's a czech writer and um him and his brother josef chapek they actually created the word robot uh, because the word
0: robot came from them yes wow. yeah
1: yeah so the word robot comes from the czech republic which mm. um I found it really amazing because I, I do the style and that's kind of what I specialize in at as well. Yeah. Um the word robot comes from the Czech word robota, which mm-hmm. means like a hard work and labor labor. Wow. Um for usually for other people. Uh-huh. Um and uh the word rozums comes from the word rozum, which means wisdom, and uh universal us everywhere. Sure. So um I really loved the concept of the book and um, that's why I, I started it as my own alliance because I saw it as, well, first the, the, the literal story of, of the, in the book is basically humans make these artificial people that are working for them, mm-hmm. but um, that so they are not robots as like mechanical robots. They are just artificial people. Got you. And uh, through the process, they gain emotions. These these artificial people, they gain emotions, and then they kill all the humans and they take over the planet because wow. they get so good at everything. Yeah. They don't need, the, and the humans get so lazy they don't need like ai yeah, or yeah. what is
0: it uh yeah, yeah. I robot. <laughs> yeah and it's yeah. actually
1: crazy because all these like uh, terminator android robot movies yeah, nowadays yeah. are actually inspired by this book mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and this year is actually a hundred year anniversary of old robot crap. yeah so it's, it's old
0: book it's pretty, pretty cool it's yeah it's cool. yeah. incredible
1: um and uh so the way i saw it is is that this alliance is not going to be just about like the robotic styles but it's basically uh, a alliance of dancers that um are pursuing wisdom and hard work Mm -hmm. which but it's what i stand for as well you know Mm. um so also i didn't want to have it as a crew in one place i wanted to be leading people around the whole world so um now, basically, I have students from around the whole world where I educate them through uh, study guides that I make up every month where I I prepare a study guide that has a guidance on certain topics, which is uh, dance, history, health and food, creativity, musicality, uh, history, research, interviews with different um ogs different lectures different challenges where they have to create projects um and even like the basics of like How to edit videos, how to shoot a video, how to direct your own video, how to produce a video or um, how to run an event, how to organize an event Um, or like uh, how to perform, you know, how Mm -hmm. to judge a battle um, or how to travel, how to apply for a visa, (laughs) you know. So like different things like that that are not normally be like usually being taught at uh, normal dance classes. Uh, So I guide them. And, and i challenge them uh 3 the study guys they get the like points and then from these study guys then they can level up and then they also get to work with me on different kind of projects so this is really rewarding uh project that i i do mm-hmm. um also because i get to connect with so many people around the whole world and um then I get to connect them together as well. So uh, they get to have friends from around the whole world, you know. So that's what R.U.R. is standing for. Want
0: to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadow's needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at kinestheticbrand. <clears throat> so Beast Camp is a part of the alliance of it. Uh,
1: no, yeah. no, no, no. Beast Camp is oh, a it's a separate. separate. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. It. Beast Camp, camp is, is separate,
0: yeah. Um, so... Uh, what is the so the highlight the style? That's mm-hmm. something completely different. That's from something this. completely different. And that's something well, you yeah. do with Marie Poppins. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay.
1: So me and Marie Poppins, we always wanted to do like a project together. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, the idea just kind of popped up. Like, hey, let's do uh, battles in different styles because usually you have either all style battles or you just have popping battles. Sure. And in the popping battle, there are all these uh, styles that are nowadays. They are like popping is like the umbrella. Uh-huh. um uh for like waving tutting animation um boogaloo and all these yeah. other styles right and um recently i had a interview with Poppin pete i actually did an interview for U R students mm-hmm. um and he told me that like back in the day popping was not in the umbrella for these styles and he doesn't mm-hmm. even know where did it come from mm-hmm. and that like scarecrow was a different style puppet was a different style waving was a different style and all these styles was was just separate right and I was like I really like that and I think these styles have so much more potential but because we are putting everything under popping then Mm -hmm. somebody that is really good in waving is trying to sneak the pops in just so they can win these battles you know
0: yeah yeah
1: so we created this uh, event highlighted styles where we separate as right now we have pop boogaloo uh tidying waving robot and animation and uh we do it as exhibition battles only mm-hmm. where we don't have a winner so we invite um people that are specializing in these styles to mm-hmm. showcase their art and to basically Tell, uh, show people like this is how the style is supposed mm. to look like yeah 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 and it had a huge success last year so this year we are going even harder doing like qualifiers for this event so people uh, who win the qualifier uh, which we do robot and animation qualifier in february uh, we do tutting and waving qualifier in uh, april and we do popping boogaloo qualifier in june mm-hmm. and the winners of the qualifier qualifiers then get to be a part of the main exhibition battle in september this year
0: that's awesome yeah yeah i was watching a lot of the videos from the last one Mm -hmm. it's crazy i mean we we were locked in i think we were in china Uh and that was uh what was this maybe back was like maybe october november of last year which is when i think you guys had it um but we're in china watching all the the exhibitions and Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about specialists! Like you yes. brought out like yes. all the hitters yes. in in every category, yeah. and I thought it was. I mean, that's so cool, and I, I love how you, um, realize that there's so much to dissect mm-hmm. from these umbrella categories. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like if it's you know popping, like yeah, there's mm-hmm. so much involved in there. Even things like um, the category of hip hop, there's so many different mm-hmm. you know elements to yes. that. And I think even as you talk about RUR and the type of education that you guys Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. provide, the program, the way Mm -hmm. that um, you're building out Highlight, your style, like, what I'm learning about you is that you're very um, aware of the intricacies of things Mm. uh, from movement style to your mentality Mm. to the um, importance of dance and 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 making it out here whatever for people who are not from the states you need to get a work visa so it's like yeah, let me yeah. try to do yeah, that too because yeah, that's yeah. also a detail of this yes. thing you know yes, like yes, yeah. it's really it's really cool that um you and i think it really just comes from your value like i think you value um education mm-hmm. to like a yes. very a deep degree and and the reason I want to even touch on that was because when you say that like I didn't finish high school Mm -hmm. and it it can be very easy to be like oh okay so you're not very educated Mm -hmm. you know like people may just jump to that conclusion but that's so like beyond the truth Mm -hmm. because you chose to be like well what I would have gotten educated Mm -hmm. in had I stayed in the traditional Mm -hmm. schooling Mm -hmm. system I chose to be educated in my life in Mm -hmm. what I really really care about and in so many ways you're a genius at that mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. because you just decided to convert the schooling side of mm-hmm. it to the mm-hmm. uh you know everything that revolves mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. dance because you said once you decided dance is it you're like i'm 100 mm-hmm. percent in it yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. um
0: yeah. and even to the point of like how to be successful in the business of dance mm-hmm. and things like
1: yeah,
0: that yeah yeah um so with that I was with the, so the online tutorial Uh stuff, which is great and Mm -hmm. so smart because Mm -hmm. the world runs on the internet and, um, and, you know, I was looking at the video that the the little, the trailer that Uh you have, Uh um, I could tell like, man, for somebody who wants to body control (laughs) one-on-one, that is like, you break things down in a way where it's so understandable Mm -hmm. and digestible. Mm -hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about um why you did that and Mm -hmm. and what that is you know Mm -hmm. or the structure of it Mm -hmm. why you wanted to create Mm -hmm. it that way
1: yeah so uh, i always wanted to create some online classes but i was kind of waiting for the time where i have enough knowledge and education uh and when i am really confident in what i'm teaching Mm -hmm. and when i know exactly what i'm teaching to to start to even do it Mm -hmm. um So that idea has been in my head for a long time, but I was waiting for the time when I would be like, okay, now I have the right techniques and skills and I'm confident enough to teach it now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, once you put something on the internet, it's there for forever, you know. So um, uh, definitely one of the people that kind of give me like the push for it was j-rock mm-hmm. because he does his online classes as well got you. Uh-huh. and uh when he told me like okay you should do your own online classes i was like uh I was like, okay this is kind of like the how do you say it, like the staple of like 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 you did de- yeah like you get the yes from the vet in mm-hmm. the in the dance community mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so i got the confidence to actually like uh start to do these online classes so i planned how you know i want to teach it and i really am sharing all the like techniques that i built throughout the years drills exercises i built throughout the years as well and and what i learned from other teachers as well um and uh, i really want to go in the depth of the mainly of the body control robot animation and crump Mm -hmm. and uh what i like about it is too that it is affordable so it gets to dancers that are from small towns in china or india that don't get to travel to big cities uh because they don't have the money for it so they this way they can train and get education as well Yeah. yeah
0: It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And and are are these classes available currently and they're broken down into different techniques and stuff like that?
1: Yeah. So as right now, there is 15 classes up and uh, as right now, I'm still kind of in the body control realm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because as I said, I'm breaking down everything like really particularly yeah, and really into yeah. detail. So I'm planning on making like tons and tons of of these. Yeah. Some classes are 10 minutes. Some classes are one hour depending on how long it took me to explain each technique. Gotcha. Um, I think um, all the classes are for really like uh, beginners intermediate and advanced because there is, there is not a lot of people that teach these techniques. Uh, so the way I what i'm teaching it is a beginner will understand it and advanced person will still will learn a, a lot from it mm-hmm. um and uh yeah they're currently available on vimeo.com slash learn from yaya sick
0: we'll yeah put that link in the notes for sure <laughs> um you mentioned uh in in a part of your training um health and mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Everything from your diet mm-hmm. to the 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 actual food that you eat to mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the time length in which you allow yourself mm-hmm. to eat. Yeah. Um. I mean, you brought some stuff in here today. <laughs> and, you know, we're talking a little bit about like intermittent fasting uh-huh. and all that. Uh-huh. Um. Can can we talk about um how and why you find the that portion mm-hmm. of it to be very important to mm-hmm. like the holistic, um, the way that you train mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm.
1: So i used to eat all kinds of crap like 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 we all did yeah
0: slash sometimes do
1: (laughs) you know like all kinds of meat and and pork fat and duck fat and like all that stuff right like i i ate crazy stuff so this is also coming from a person that already like ate crazy before so i know Mm -hmm. what is it like to Mm -hmm. eat all all kinds of stuff um so The huge change was for me when I made the transition from the Czech Republic to America, the food here just didn't taste right to me. Mm. Something was really off. And anytime, even if I had just like simple chicken or like mashed potatoes or anything, I was like, there's just something weird about the food here. Mm. So that's what led me to like really start to research more. And uh, the the first thing I actually stopped eating was the chicken because I was like, "I, I just cannot... I cannot eat it. it makes me feel weird. It tastes weird. It's too big. Like, like chicken is not this big in, in Europe. Like wow, you will yeah, never find yeah. chicken that big. Right. Um, and uh, there's some just something
0: really wrong about it. Um, Can I just ask you just for personal? Cause yeah. I, I watched this documentary on the plane like last week. It was a Super Size Me. Have you seen? heard of that documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super Size Me Two. Yeah. Talking about chicken. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I was really just like, oh, holy crap! Uh-huh. I, I've been vegetarian for about three uh-huh. years now uh-huh. too. But you know, sometimes every now and then, yeah. like on occasion, I'll eat yeah. meat. But yeah. after watching that documentary, I was like, dang, dude, the chicken industry is wild. So. Yeah. Curiosity. When you say uh-huh. something about it tasted weird, uh-huh. like yeah, size-wise, yeah. things aren't that big. Yeah. Can you even maybe describe? Because now this is me personally wondering. Yeah, like, yeah, what about the taste of it, the uh-huh. texture of it, uh-huh. the, like what about it was yeah. weird to you?
1: um I remember the the very first like time somebody asked me that, my answer was like it just tastes fake. Uh, you know, so that was my first description. Okay. And uh, yeah, again, like the size. Um, just the texture is, was different. The taste was different. Maybe the meat was like dry, you know, and like, it's, it's almost like I could taste the chemicals, you know, in the meat, in Uh the food, in the water. Like I could smell the chemicals. Mm. Um, even like people would drink the water from the water fountains and I was like, I can, I could never like even drink that um even when i was not eating healthy yet i could not drink the water from the water fountain because uh-huh. i was like there is is just something really wrong about that you know yeah. um so so yeah so first i because of the taste wise everything i stopped eating the chicken and then later i saw a documentary called conspiracy uh, spelled with Cows- c- yeah conspiracy Cowspiracy, yeah. uh-huh. uh c-o-w and uh, that's that documentary changed everything for me like from one day to another i stopped eating meat all Uh the meat completely Uh i still had meat in the fridge and freezer and i was like yeah like if my friends came over i gave it to them like threw it away anything like so meat was done for environmental reasons at the time um i so i was vegetarian this was like this started like for four or five years ago when i transitioned to vegetarian and, and then i again i have, same as with dance i wanted to know more about dance mm-hmm. so same thing i wanted to more know about food you know uh-huh. so i started to research more research more you know and slowly i uh, uh, was i stopped eating more animal products um and i started to give away get away from like processed foods and stuff like that and then Actually, I wasn't fully vegan yet, but in 2017, uh, I was actually diagnosed with a cancer in situ, which is a stage one cancer. Wow. Uh, and um, I uh, I do all like medical stuff in the Czech Republic because I, it's for free there for me, okay. um, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, because incredible. even the plane ticket is... Uh I pay less for the plane ticket than if I went to a doctor out here wow. you know That's crazy. um so in the Czech Republic, also like you do like regular checkups for all kinds of things every mm-hmm. year, you know, so every time I go visit my family, I go do these checkups where they find out like okay, there is something there's something we need to know more, so they put me through more tests and more tests and more tests until they find out um so I actually did um I did one surgery that was in 2018, I did one surgery, it was in 2018. And uh, from that surgery, they found out that my, um, uh, how to say, my state, I guess, is even worse than what they thought uh, from the results and that the surgery didn't work and then they will have to do another surgery. And uh, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do another surgery again because First of all, it was risky, um, you know, they're cutting into my body so I didn't want them to be cutting into my body again. It took me out of dance for two months. I couldn't do any kind of physical movement because I couldn't raise my uh, heart rate up. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, was, it was actually really crazy, little backstory. Um, At a time when I was after the surgery, I I already booked some workshops overseas and they already booked my flights and all of that. Um, And I didn't want to cancel on them. So I actually, before the surgery, I pre-recorded my whole class. I I was teaching three classes. So I pre-recorded all three classes and I asked the organizers to provide me with a projector. So then when I went to teach there, it was in Italy, when I went to teach there, um, I was playing my classes on a projector and showing them the dance movements from a projector, but I was there physically explaining them exactly what the students are supposed to be doing That's crazy. so so I still that's, flew there <laughs> yeah. to teach the classes <laughs> I just couldn't like move so that's
0: yeah. awesome that's freaking awesome <laughs> um
1: so so yeah so I decided again I I dived like super deep into the food and health and I decided and I'm not gonna go on the second surgery and then I will try to go the holistic way mm-hmm. And so I went super alkaline vegan, which alkaline vegan, you are basically um, eating only veggies, fruits, nuts, and grains that have pH more than six and a half, Mm -hmm. no animal products. And then also for a couple of months, I went raw vegan, which you don't cook anything. Just sprout it sprouted nuts and grains and raw fruits and veggies um and then i also did uh water fasting which was a couple days here and there only on water and then my main one was seven days only on water no food that's crazy yeah (laughs) um and uh again like this is something that I did from my own research, I don't recommend anybody who has like four stage lung cancer. I cannot promise you that this is going to work on people like that, sure. you know? Um, but it was really crazy to see the the process of it because when, before or after the surgery, when I still didn't make these super crazy eating changes, every time uh, I saw on a camera, what is inside me. And I pretty much like saw the cancer inside of me on Mm -hmm. on a screen, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw how it looked. And um, when I went there for another checkup after the water fast and after all these eating changes, um, I went there for another checkup and I, again, I saw on camera what is inside of me. It looked completely different, right? And uh, they still couldn't tell me like, because this was, this is like just a testing checkup. So they still couldn't tell me like, oh, the cancer is still there or it's not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they just like tested me, but I was even already looking at it and I was like, wow, like, like this looks completely different. And even the doctor, when he saw it, like he was looking at it and he's like, something changed you know <laughs> yeah. yeah and then i just got a call and they were like yeah like you are you're free you're free of cancer like it's Incredible. not there anymore like wow. uh, we cannot explain how it did happen you know and uh um i still go there for checkups right now i'm still not released from the doctor because they still say that i'm in a high risk of it coming back you know uh but i don't believe it's going yeah, to come yeah. back
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's amazing I yeah i mean I hear about this kind of stuff, you know, um and I believe in it. I, I've I've I i have hundred percent believe mm-hmm. that your diet of what you put into your body is one hundred percent going to be um something that affects your overall health. I mean like mm-hmm. metabolic disease and mm-hmm. food is like a for sure thing that mm-hmm. there's correlation to it. For me the yeah. documentary that I watched was what the health. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I think uh well, so I guess question to you then is, I'm assuming your doctor didn't recommend that you do this. It wasn't like, no, here's what no, you no. do. Yeah, yeah, no, Get, no, go no. on this yeah. diet and it'll yeah, be yeah, fine. Because yeah, I mean, the doctor's like, I don't know yeah. how you did this, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You're, you're, no. you're good right now. Yeah. Um, what prompted you to feel like the the dietary holistic approach was the way that you were going to mm-hmm. ap- attack this thing? Mm-hmm.
1: So <clears throat> um, I o- always like heard stories like that uh or i heard that there was like holistic centers that cure people from like serious illnesses mm-hmm. not just cancer uh in the in the holistic way you know and uh, again like when when I deep like super uh d- when i dive deep into mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. i i started to research different holistic uh healers um i started to listen to different um videos of reviews and experiences of people that went through something like that Um, i started to research different like holistic like centers um, and uh, books a lot like reading a lot of books Uh, i learned uh, a lot from um, uh, dr sebi i know a lot of people don't believe in his stuff but i i go by like really 100% and uh, I research a lot of Dr. Robert Kossar. He's talking a lot uh, about this kind of stuff. Uh, He actually specializes in water fasting. That's why I was studying his stuff. Um, And uh, medical medium books. Um, And um, I also actually got a couple uh, online. I signed up for a couple online uh, courses um, that uh give you education in uh, different eating lifestyle diets uh chinese medicine mm-hmm. uh, so i did couple online courses as well uh, that i have certificates from um and yeah really just research 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 you know mm-hmm. and of course i also got like uh, the opinions of normal doctors you know and i got a opinion of a doctor that was vegan mm-hmm. and then i got opinion of the doctor that that more b- believes in different kind of eating habits you know it's not necessarily vegan but um even the water fasting is scientifically proven the that it does changes and restarts the body the reason mm-hmm. why i'm bringing it up because there is, because it is not talked about a lot and there is a lot of people that get confused by it and uh And, you know, go really against it and say it could be dangerous, blah, blah, you know. So, uh, yeah, all the stuff that I did is scientifically proven
0: already Mm. as well, yeah. Man, I'm over here getting educated. (laughs) And and you're speaking in a a, a topic that is very much on my mind, especially Mm. like going into this new Mm -hmm. year, I was just like, I want to focus on overall health Mm -hmm. and obviously physical is a part of that, but from Mm -hmm. mental to Mm -hmm. emotional, spiritual, Mm -hmm. all of that. So, um, it's definitely, um, hitting home with me for sure. Um, what is your, um, what is your definition of success?
1: So my definition of success is just happiness. Like whatever makes you happy, that is your success. So, uh, for me, if I, go off of the base of the dance world like if um owning a studio makes you happy that is a success you mm-hmm. know if teaching kids makes you happy that is success if dancing for an artist makes you happy that is isn't success you mm-hmm. know so um definitely i definitely don't um measure success by money but by the happiness and whatever is the your perspective of of happiness that's what is your success yeah
0: i love it i dig that we're going to do a lightning round with you. Yay. I'm going to I'm throw a bunch of lightning <laughs> bolt questions. Should be fun. Some might require a little bit more than a lightning answer. Uh-huh. Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one. What is your favorite color? Purple. What is your favorite food? Cherry moya. Whoa, what is that?
1: <laughs> it's a fruit uh, that tastes something in between a uh, banana, pineapple. Pear, it's really mushy and sweet, and it's just so oh, tasty. It yeah. sounds yeah.
0: some, those are all like I love tropical fruits, yeah. so it yeah, yeah. sounds like so all tasty. my favorite fruits yeah. wrapped in a one. It's amazing. <laughs> um, when you're not dancing, what are you doing? Uh, hiking. Nice. Ooh. If you couldn't dance anymore, what would you be doing? Uh, environmental activists. believe that. Yes. What is your most memorable dance moment? <laughs>
1: Ooh. Wow. I think I have couple but I think the Step Up movie and being a robot girl on the Step Up movie sick. was pretty amazing. Yes. Yeah.
0: What is your proudest moment?
1: My proudest moment would be moving to America and uh, actually like making it work here.
0: Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. What would be a dream battle scenario? Ooh doesn't have to be you it can be you or just something that you would love to see happen i want to see these two go at it
1: oh my gosh okay so this is just like from the bat not me to really thinking about it but <laughs> one of my biggest inspiration in the whole world is guchon from mm-hmm, japan mm-hmm. so if i ever like get to battle him even though i know i get sm- i will get wow. smoked <laughs> i mean i would love to battle him
0: yeah wow yeah. well you heard it here folks yeah <laughs> Maybe a kid yeah. jam somehow. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would get smoked. Oh wow, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Or, or, or. Okay, I have one more. Okay. <clears throat> Me and Matt chat would be pretty
0: amazing too. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. That's yeah. never happened before? That's never happened, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like yeah. that one's probably an easy one to Ooh. make happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, What would be a dream opportunity for you?
1: <gasps> Dancing for Eminem.
0: For Eminem?
1: <sighs> okay, so I, I don't uh that's
0: crazy yeah Yeah. expand on that
1: (laughs) i need to expand on it yeah i i don't really um desire to dance for any artist it would be i i think i love it when i get to do it it's amazing um and um there is a couple artists that i would love to work with but the one artist i really want to work with is eminem but he doesn't hire dancers
0: yeah so he doesn't really like dance
1: no he does not like dance. yeah Yeah.
0: that's why i thought it's so interesting
1: and he just came out with a new album yesterday
0: no way yeah <laughs> oh my goodness I'm about to go hunt so
1: that yeah if I ever get to work with him I mean that would be a dream come true definitely but again yeah he doesn't like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> we gotta figure out how to fix that come on Em <laughs> wow that's cool I love that um what would you say is your superpower
1: um I would say the curiosity in education
0: mm. yeah yeah that is a superpower yeah what is your worst fear Heights. Heights.
1: No, jumping from heights. Jumping Not heights. from heights. I can look from the heights, but I cannot jump from them.
0: Okay. What yeah. What is a height? Is it over a certain amount of feet high or?
1: Yeah. Even if it's like a, I don't know feet. I know meters. Okay. You know, yeah. Sorry. We're
0: over here in America. <laughs> even if it's just
1: three meters, which is like two, two people, yeah. you know?
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like jump like
1: Jump from that.
0: I don't know. It really is. Yeah. Whenever, when I was yeah. at Grand Canyon, peeking over that yeah. canyon. Yeah. That, freaks yeah. the crap out of me but or like okay.
1: or like you know to drop in roller coasters yes. oh I, I cannot do roller so you're not, coasters. yeah right? i hate roller I cannot, coasters I I hate do that. That, yeah.
0: okay i hear yeah. you um do you have any regrets
1: you know what i don't have regrets because i see every opportunity even if it's positive or negative as a learning process mm-hmm. yeah so i don't i don't really have regrets yeah
0: gotcha if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice what would that be
1: Uh, that's always interesting question. I don't know. I don't have an, I don't have an advice for myself. Ah, I just like, I think the, the way I was, I really believe like the way I was going through my life that was, it was supposed to be that way, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. That's great. That's great. You would just say, just live life. Just, just live life. (laughs) It's gonna work out. Just, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Do what you do, yeah.
0: Um, less of more of if you could see something less of in this world and also more of in this world what would those two things be
1: so i would love to see less of um okay i will start with the more of Uh, i would love to see more of awareness and more of curiosity in uh uh, better ourselves and our perceptions and Mm -hmm. perspectives of stuff so with that i would love to see less of um less of selfishness, less of expectations, less of, um, uh, hate or anger, you know? Um, yeah, so definitely again to the more of, I would love to see more of like Mm self-care education Mm -hmm. for people to have more awareness, for people to be able to love more, you Mm know? Um, yeah.
0: That's great. Love that. What would you say your golden rule is? Your life mantra?
1: Uh, I wanted to ask you about it. What does it mean exactly? So, golden rule,
0: golden rule is. Um, I mean, there is like they say there is the golden rule, like do unto others as mm-hmm. you would have them do unto you. But mm-hmm. um, wh- whatever it is for you that it's a, whether it be a philosophy mm-hmm. that you've created for yourself, whether it's a mm-hmm. quote that mm-hmm. you find that mm-hmm. someone who you know, has done something incredible that said that you Mm -hmm. feel like, Hey, I like, Mm -hmm. I like that. And that, Mm -hmm. that that resonates with my life. Mm -hmm. So anything, it doesn't have to be a sentence. It could just be a a thought that you Mm -hmm. you feel like, Mm -hmm. um, like some sort of code that Mm -hmm. you kind of live by.
1: So, um, I would say I already mentioned that, but, uh, it's really to stay curious, you know, yeah, yeah. Stay curious, always research, always ask more questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Always go deeper, always see different perspectives, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, even from maybe stay curious about even about the stuff that you don't agree with or you dislike or you are not sure of or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, learn, learn more. It's going to uh, open the mind more to different to see different perspectives,
0: you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm over here really just getting schooled on so many (laughs) things. Like, I mean, obviously from the dance side of where you come from to how you got here, um, the chances and the risks that you have taken in your life, the unconventional routes that you, um, weren't afraid of taking I mean mm-hmm. maybe you were afraid you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with being afraid but it's what you do in the in the face of fear that mm-hmm. makes the world of a difference mm-hmm. you either choose to let it mm-hmm. stop you from mm-hmm. doing something or you use that as motivation and mm-hmm. fuel to yeah. go even harder and as you keep talking about this concept of curiosity and um, I think curiosity yeah that is a superpower when, when you mm-hmm. said that that's your superpower yeah. I'm like oh my gosh that's so good because <laughs> um, i don't know if if that is a natural thing mm-hmm. people i mean everyone can be they mm-hmm. have the ability to be curious but curiosity mm-hmm. and that being a quality about mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. i think the the people who have done the greatest things in this world like the walt disney's of this world and the steve jobs mm-hmm. and the freaking elon musk who's killing mm-hmm. it right now we're mm-hmm. just talking about how tesla stock is just up, mm-hmm. going crazy right now but it's I'm sure that there's a very commonality between all those people. Mm-mm. They're very curious. Yes. As And and that curiosity knows no limit. Mm-mm. And it's yeah. like, I can always dig deeper. I can Mm-mm. always dig deeper. And um, I'm so inspired by um, who you are as a person. And I think you are that person who, because that superpower of curiosity is what you possess, you use that to like educate as much as possible and Mm -hmm. that never stops Mm -hmm. and that puts you on this path to just breaking through barriers Mm -hmm. and barriers and barriers from Mm -hmm. your health Mm -hmm. physical health like that's so amazing Mm -hmm. to hear about Mm -hmm. i'm very curious like i might hit you up about this water fast thing too (laughs) because i was like what is seven day water fast sounds crazy but i i believe in that stuff you know what i mean like one hundred percent. you know we i believe we have the ability to be cured by the food that we eat and the water that we drink and the air that we breathe. Like all of it is, I believe that. So, um, I just want to thank you for coming on and and sharing. Um, you have a well of knowledge and you have a ton of people that look up to you and, um, that obviously love your movement and what they can Mm -hmm. see on screen and Mm -hmm. and learn from you in your classes, Mm -hmm. but you know, you coming up here opening up your mind and, and speaking your voice and telling your story, I believe is gonna add so much value to the world out there. So yeah. thank you so much for thank for you so much here. for having me.
1: It of course,
0: of course. A pleasure. Um, <laughs> where can people follow you in your journey from your classes to mm-hmm. you know all the stuff? Mm-hmm. Plug away.
1: Mm-hmm. So my website is yaywankova.com, my Instagram is at Yaivankova, and my online classes. Is vimeo.com slash on demand slash learn from Yaya
0: That's where people can find me. Nice. And then RUR. and
1: RUR you can also find on my website, quacom mm-hmm. cool. We have a little So that's R-U-R like your R-U-R
0: one-stop section. shop. You yeah, go there, you'll shop, find yes, it all.
1: you'll find it all. up the guys. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yes. Well, thank you so much again. Thank and you. Feel free to come back anytime Ayy. and drop knowledge bombs all over us. <laughs> it would
1: be For very sure. much
0: appreciative.
1: Some health and food. To yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll just have a full-on yes. food food episode yes. with you. It would be great. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, Happy New Year. We're in a new decade. We're stamping it now. This is a new decade. <laughs> um, if you guys are finding this episode to be entertaining, valuable, um, anything that's adding value to your life, uh, all we ask that you do is share it with your friends. Take a screenshot on your phones. Tag us, Kinja's Podcast, cast with a K. K. And uh, I read through all the DMs, keep sending those DMs. I love to hear about what you guys are learning about, um, what we're doing well, and you know things that we can improve on. We're reading through all that stuff. And speaking of which, hop on your podcast app, iTunes, leave us that five-star uh, rating, write us a review. You could just say hi or write me a story. I don't care. We But we read through all of that stuff. And all that stuff helps us get visibility on the charts. Um, for show notes, go to Kinja's dot com slash podcast and yeah thank you guys for rocking with us for listening happy new year again and we'll see you guys next time peace out